Glory be to Jesus. Just a little digression. I'm not happy that they are putting this gospel with Agatha. Two of them are that's they are inexhaustible. It's like bringing the whole water in the whole world and bringing the whole fire together because each of them are outstanding. Okay. Don't mind me anyway. I think that's some time. Okay. <laughs> but the word of God is coming to us fresh again and uh, is imparting us. Is imparting us and blessing us. We celebrate a young girl called Agatha from Sicily in, in Italy from a very noble family who at a very young age was able to understand the crooks of the Christian life. Which I believe that in our era we have lost it. And what is it? It is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. That Christ died for all. So that now we live, no one lives for himself again, but to live for the one who loved them and died for them and rose from the dead. That's a summary of the Christian life. Christ died for all. So that you don't longer live for yourself. Because he died for you. Henceforth, if you receive Christ, you now live for him. You are alive. God is keeping you alive for you to live for him. And I think St. Agatha got this at a very young age and she decided to dedicate herself. Paul himself understood that when he said, offer your very selves as living sacrifice. You see, that was something that was very common in the early church. They lived for God. They carried into the master plan of God. That once you receive Christ and a Christian and the Holy Spirit dwells in you, you don't longer live for your purposes any longer. You don't live for your plans any longer. You don't live like the Gentiles any longer. You are living for Christ. Whether you are married, in that marriage, you will see yourself living a marriage life not because of your personal pleasure and personal ambition to, you want to achieve. No. You are living that marriage life to fulfill the master plan of God. As a wife, you are living to fulfill that plan. As a husband, you are not just marrying because of the joy of marriage. No. You are marrying because you are keen into the master plan. You want to keep to the plan. And those who are stirred by the Holy Spirit to offer themselves completely and not to you know, get involved with any form of uh, you know, uh, lifestyle down here, they live for Christ alone. That was the initial plan. And still remains the only plan that God has given. And so, Agatha Kirin, very beautiful young girl, very attractive. Men were still adv- making advances to her on even with that kind of commitment. Until one high-ranking um, uh, 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 um, diplomat of the Roman Empire, you know, caught sight of her and started making serious advances to her that way. He wanted to get her married. But in the course of that, he discovered that this girl was a Christian and has offered herself. Did everything to buy her over. She refused. I said, please, this is my stand, and this is where I belong. And so, as time went on, when the persecution of Christians arose, during the time of Deusus, a man called Deusus, this man, out of anger, for the, that this young girl turned his offer down, 
decide to point at her and say, okay, I think if I report her that she's a Christian, she'll be tortured, and maybe she will now, out of pressure, succumb to his demand. And that's how Agatha was arrested. And when she was tortured the first time, he invited her to come. To come and see him. And say, I can save you from all this trouble. Just agree. Agatha said, sorry. You are telling me something that is already given. It cannot be taken back any longer. There's no reverse to this sort of thing. And the man gave the command to increase the torture. At the point, she was even, you know, locked up in a brothel. Just to psychologize her to accepting the offer of marriage. She refused. The man gave the second, you know, uh, order again to torture her terribly by cutting off her breast. And came again and still Agatha refused. You need to go and read the story very well yourself. I'm just trying to summarize it. It's quite touching. Still, in the midst of that pain of having only one breast and the wounds and all that, Agatha maintained a serene atmosphere. No grudging, no shouting. There was this angelic face in her. The man could not just understand, this young girl, what is wrong with you? This time again, increase again the torture. Go and make what they call, you know, turn mats. Mats that have all kinds of iron on them, very sharp iron. And force her to be rolled on it. To make her scream. The man wants to see her suffer. How can he turn me down? Still, I got to maintain her integrity in God. Eventually, when the pain was so much, one day she was praying, St. Peter appeared to her and told her courage and healed her of that wound. When the man came again, so that she was miraculously healed, ordered her to be killed. And that's how Agatha finally yielded to the Lord. This is a young girl was celebrating today. Was celebrating two crowns. <laughs> Virginity, crowned with what? Martyrdom. She continues, you know, uh, stand as an emblem for moral rectitude. In a world that is so devastated with pollution and moral decadence. Christians of today have been so polarized by immorality that many Christians have come to accept that it's normal. No, something is wrong. We are, we are no longer sticking to the plan. We are no longer sticking to the plan. Her life comes to be a source of judgment. God comes to say, look at her. If out of love for me, who died for her, can she can do this? What of us? She's challenging us beyond measure. To stand up again, we can live and maintain the integrity of moral life. We must. And she's challenging us beyond measure. May we be encouraged to live for him who has died for us. If Christ means anything to us, I've always said it, a part of you must testify. Today, the moral life of St. Agatha testifies of the life of Jesus. She crowned it with courage into martyrdom. We may not have the opportunity to be killed like her, but we need to see exercise that you know, act of death. Death to self. Death to the flesh. 
We mustn't be slaves to pleasure. Be it sexual pleasure, be the pleasures of wide pleasures of life that will make us to disobey God. We cannot allow pleasures of this world to become chains that hold us down, that will make us know where to look up to God. We must resist and fight, no matter what, and keep ourselves as living sacrifices and not like dead sacrifices. Okay? God has called us into that realm. Jesus said, I did it. I'm giving the grace that this is how God has planned it, that as many who shall follow him must follow him in that stead. If you want to be my disciple, you must deny yourself. Deny yourself of that your plan, that your own personal plan you have. Deny yourself of that your ambition. Deny yourself of that your worldly plan that you have. Come and key in to the plan of God. Take up your cross. Live the Christ-like life. You have to live the Christ-like life. Meaning that your life must bear the mark of the cross. Agatha's moral life carries the cross. Which part of our lives now is carrying the mark of the cross? That can speak for you. Agatha doesn't need to tell anybody anything. Her life speaks that. It's a huge challenge for us. We must maintain the standard. We must keep the status quo. The first reading threw a little bit of light into this whole plan of God. When you know, the letter to Hebrews continues to encourage us to love and never neglect strangers. For in doing that, we have entertained angels unknowingly. You know, let marriage be heard in honor among all. Because in it, we fulfill the master plan of God. Let the marriage bed not be undefined. He said, let the marriage bed be undefined. For God will judge the immoral and the adulterous. These are very strong words in our world of today. Very strong words. When everybody wants to live the way they want to live. Keep your life free from the bondage of the love of money. There's so much to reflect on on this. We pray, God, that as we hear his words, and through the intercession of uh, this young girl today who is challenging 1.6 billion Catholics all over the world, that through her prayers, we will wake up to reality and keep to the plan. Tell your neighbor, keep to the plan. Keep to the plan. Yes. We must stick to the plan. We must stick to the plan. And the Holy Spirit will help us to do that through Christ our Lord.